Joe here at WTIP and Graham Ray. Matthew and I on the podcast wanted to drop this short track because there has been an abundance of bear and canoe camper activity in the Boundary Waters right now heading into late July. Uh, some activity in the Mid-Gunflint Trail area and other parts of the wilderness. So we wanted to share some information with you about that as well as a story from a recent uh, bear encounter on Rose Lake in the Boundary Waters We'll always keep you informed about what's going on in the wilderness on the WTIP Boundary Waters podcast. Here's a short track about what's going on with bears in the Boundary Waters. Recent encounters between black bears and visitors to the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness has the U.S. Forest Service considering a food storage order on certain lakes. If implemented, the order would aim to reduce the likelihood of negative encounters between BWCA visitors and bears. That's according to Superior National Forest spokesperson Joanna Gilkison. The Forest Service enacted a food storage order for a collection of lakes at the end of the Gunflint Trail in 2020 due to bear activity. WTIP was informed in recent weeks of multiple incidents involving canoe campers and bears in the BWCA. During one incident from July 15th on Duncan Lake in the Middle Gunflint Trail area, four bears aggressively pursued a hanging food pack at a campsite. According to the reports, the bears, it was a sow yearling and two cubs, would not flee even when whistles were blown and pots and pans were banged together. Additional reports came from last weekend of bear encounters on nearby Rose Lake. And joining us now to tell us about one of those experiences and encounters on Rose Lake is Chris Vincent. He's a resident of St. Francis, Minnesota. It's just north of the Twin Cities. Chris, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Joe. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. As I said, we've been hearing a, a number of reports coming in from this very popular area, Duncan and Rose, the stairway portage. It's it's all right there. It's popular for day trips and and overnight, and uh, there's been uh, just an abundance of bear activity and canoe campers at, at this time recently. Your your incident took place on the 17th of July, uh, Saturday. And Chris, essentially, if you would, just please walk us through through the experience from, you know, even starting out that morning to how it unfolded. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, Joe. And we got out there early morning, about 7 in the morning on Saturday, and uh, got to the stairway portage on Duncan. We went in on bearskin. And as we were headed down, you know, there were some uh, older women that were actually hiking the trail, super kind, super sweet. And they had said that they had spotted a bear right on the falls that wasn't leaving them. We didn't, you know, we didn't think much of it. So we got down into our canoe and, you know, got all our gear. And then we headed east to the first campsite east of the falls, not the one right by the falls, but just one over, um, you know, to the east. And we get to our campsite and it's one that it goes pretty shallow out for about a hundred yards, I would say. And uh, it has a really nice landing. And then there's a uh, trail that goes up towards where the fire pit is. And we started hauling our gear up there and it was our first day. So we always bring a soft-sided cooler for our first day that we can fold up after the first day and tuck away in our food pack. And so we uh, set up our tent. We're going to start putting our gear in our tent. And I took the soft-sided cooler, placed it right underneath a giant uh, mature uh, pine tree. 
just to keep it in the shade. And uh, my friend was actually getting service from Canada. So he was taking selfies over Rose Lake, just, you know, gorgeous. And you could see the haze from the fires and everything. And, and I was seeing if I had service too. And we heard something and look behind me. And cause I thought, you know, something had fallen or one of our, you know, sleeping bags maybe, you know, fell or something. And uh, here was a bear, not a baby bear, not a mama bear, somewhere in between, uh, I'd guess around, you know, 300, 350 pounds and had my, it was a Costco sided cooler with the handle in its mouth and it was actually walking away. And so we, we started yelling, drop it, drop it, you know, and uh, my friend, you know, couldn't believe it. He tried to turn his video around, but he couldn't get it. And so um, he's yelling and the bear just walked. It didn't run away, but it walked uh, down the latrine trail and we sat there going what do we do here's a day and a half of food we had um, we had not yet even had time to you know put our food up into the tree which we always do and uh, we decided uh, to go down that trail uh, you know about 10-15 minutes later just to see if, if he had dropped it by any chance and uh, before I got the chance to do that you heard just one giant rip and, and knew well that soft-sided cooler is gone and uh, had never experienced bearing, you know, encounters uh, like this. And so we walked down the trail and I actually grabbed a rock just in case or something just to throw his way or her way. And uh, here the bear was uh, no longer with the cooler, but was actually approaching me and coming towards me. And it didn't care that I was there. Um, I was yelling. He was yelling. We were clapping. We were making noise. We were actually banging the rock against the pan. And uh, it kept approaching us until it came back into camp uh, and stayed there looking and actually just turned and walked down the trail. We came up from uh, where our canoe was landed and took off. And so we we had a decision to make because we still had one uh, food pack left that we hadn't you know raised up yet. And so we actually made the decision to uh, leave camp and look for a different campsite. And so we uh, we were staying back to back. Cause we had the tent up already, you know, we had uh, an air mattress in there. And so we uh, turned around uh, while we were watching each other and we were back to back, taking it apart, bringing the stuff down to the canoe and just kind of, you know, putting it in there as, as easy as we could without packing it the right way. Figured we could pack it if we got to a new campsite. And uh, as we did that, another bear, so there was at least two, potentially three bears there uh, came uh, from a different direction, right down towards our canoe, towards our other dry pack. And so we, you know, without running, without, um, you know, running away, we, we faced and, and looked big like you're supposed to do and faced the bear. And the bear was not skittish, didn't move, just watched us and uh, finally walked away on its own accord. But we got into the canoe and, and headed out. And so we had a decision to make, um, you know, do we stay here? Do we not stay here? We actually got back to the the falls and made a decision. Let's, let's go back to Duncan and see if we want to stay there. Um, and there were some really great people that actually uh, live on hungry Jack Lake that even helped us carry some gear after they heard the story. And there was a, a gentleman uh, that was just a huge help. Uh, gave us a, a clean bar who was, you know, from the Gunflint lodge that said they even had some issues with bear coming into their cabin there and eating birthday cake and then pooping everywhere, I guess. And they even had to, uh, you know, unfortunately put one down because it was too aggressive. And so we got to Duncan, uh, 
figuring as much every campsite was taken. And so we uh, decided to actually leave in, in one day. It was the first time we've ever done this. And uh, because of that bear activity and uh, now they had, you know, half of our food, we decided to head to uh, my in-laws cabin, actually, which was uh, a ways away. And so that was that was our experience. And we've never quite experienced the aggressive bear activity like that before. Wow. Okay. So Chris, you, that's a very dramatic and intense story. And I'm, first, yeah. first of all, I'm, I'm glad that you and your, your friend are, are safe and that, uh, you know, nobody Thank was harmed. And it sounds like the, the bears in this instance, uh, were, were not harmed either. So for people who are listening, Correct. uh, but, uh, you know, it sounds like also you're an experienced canoeist. Uh, you've been to the boundary waters yeah. before. Yeah, I'm I'm an Eagle Scout. Uh, I've worked at camps. Uh, we go up there about, you know, at least twice a year. And this is my first interaction with bear activity that's ever been aggressive like that or, or really not afraid of anything, uh, you know, we would do. And, you know, we've even uh, seen some other campers up there with the blue barrels, which a lot of people think are bear proof. They're, they're not. And so um, I, my recommendation with anybody going up right now would be to to make sure it's in bear-proof containers. All right. Well, we are hearing from the Forest Service this uh, as of the, the 23rd and heading into this weekend. There's actually been no official order, but we know the Forest Service is considering a food storage order on, on certain lakes, and uh, this, the Middle Gumflin Trail here is, is one of these. I mean, this uh, incident that you're sharing with us from Rose Lake is not isolated. Uh, I, I shared the story earlier at the start of our conversation about the incident from, from Duncan Lake on the 15th and just a, a numerous reports happening right now in that area. So we're not uh, trying to be alarmist here, just share this news because, as you said, it's a very popular area. There were a lot of people there that morning, right. even, even early in the morning, and, and uh, Duncan, all the sites were full. So it is a popular recreation area and uh, just want people to be aware of this bear activity. Now, uh, in our conversations with uh, the DNR as well as the Forest Service and, and other wildlife officials here in uh, Cook County, northeastern Minnesota, it's uh, there's a drought. There's not much food right now for a lot of bears and bear activities and, and, and bear activity and encounters with humans are, are on the rise. So we're just trying to uh, make sure that people are aware of, of some of the activity that's taking place in, in this certain area. Uh, Chris, any any parting words or things that uh, you want to share just in general about, you know, the experience or, or the Boundary Waters or, or any parting thoughts for us? I would still say, you know, go up there, be safe, have fun. It's a great trip. It's a great experience for all generations, family, scouts, church groups, you know, individual solo trips, all, all of the like. And, you know, just, just stay safe, do the right things. And if you're able to, you know, even rent from a outfitter right now to get a bear proof uh, container uh, my recommendation just from our encounter here this last weekend and hope everybody has a, a safe and fun time up there all right we've been speaking with chris vincent he is a resident of st francis minnesota uh, just north of the twin cities he was camped or, or trying to camp but rather on rose lake on the 17th of july had an encounter with uh, numerous bears on that trip chris thanks for sharing your story with us hey thanks joe appreciate it Thank you.